Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable for January 23rd, 2007 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner. Also at the Roundtable this week, Bob Varley, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi. In this week's show, we're going to discuss some of the top news stories on the Diz in the past week. We're also going to tell you about the new Pirates and Princess Party that just debuted at the Magic Kingdom. And we're also going to discuss some of the discounts that are currently available around town, as well as some of the special events that are going to be coming up in the next few months. Now, before we get started today, I, uh, I want to uh, make, a, make an announcement. Um, for, uh, for many years, uh, John, John Magi has been, uh, been wanting to break into the real estate market and uh, has, has, finally, uh, has finally done it with, uh, with Dreams Villas. Um, John has, is now the proud owner of a few vacation home units uh, at a location known as Seven Dwarfs Lane in Kissimmee. And uh, I can I've I've seen the units absolutely absolutely beautiful. Um, I don't know where you found these. I don't know where you found these. It was a long process. Um, it was a long process. Well, you know the you've known it from the beginning that this is something that I've wanted to do, and oh, we've yeah. talked about as um, uh, we find it difficult with uh, sometimes dealing with properties here in Florida is that uh, folks don't always get the idea of. Um, making sure that the rate is appropriate for the people who are coming and making sure that it's affordable to the people who are coming. And we wanted to put something out there that was reflective of that, that showed our customer service and our desire to to send people here on vacation, the best vacation they can have, and offer them an alternative to going to Disney um, and have that level of service and that kind of uh, accommodations. And for a very long time, two years, we spent looking for the perfect accommodations here in uh, Central Florida. Looked at a lot of dogs. Yeah, you looked at an awful lot of places. I remember when you were going around, yeah. and it was like, I'm like, oh, my Lord, he's out of his mind. He's but It was like 50 places, it seemed it like crazy. you went through. It's crazy. We found one place where we were looking, and we liked the property. We didn't like the location, but we liked the physical property. And the lady said, we're building the same exact property on Seven Dwarfs Lane. And it was like the light happened the, the How could you stay parted. anywhere else right seven dwarfs lane <laughs> seven dwarfs lane is great and and uh, this is a um uh, you have you have a three bedroom and a four bedroom unit four bedroom unit um the three bedroom will sleep eight people the four bedroom will sleep 10 people mm-hmm. uh all of the units are brand new this is a brand new construction yeah, brand new it's in a gated community and it is called the villas at seven dwarfs lane is the community and we are dreams villas of orlando uh, we're very excited about the location. It is literally five minutes to the main gate of Disney. It's, uh, yeah, it's eight miles to Universal. It's six miles to SeaWorld. It is really the perfect location, in my opinion. Um, you're right off of 192 in Kissimmee, which is pretty much the tourist corridor, which is uh, lots of restaurants, lots of uh, shopping, things to do in that area. But I also want to mention that while while it is right off of 192, the way it's situated and where it's positioned, I, you re- you would never in a million yeah, years yeah. guess that you were like stone's throw from 192. It is so quiet back there, and there's no... There's no, it's not like heavy tra- a heavily trafficked area at all. It's really nice and secluded. I have to tell you something. We had some family just stay there recently, and they said something that I never would have thought to tell people. They said this made their trip more relaxing, and the reason was there was a bunch of kids that came, and they each had their own bedroom. Mm-hmm. So in the morning, 
there was a, there's a TV for each of them to watch. They would get up in the morning and they would turn the TV on and everybody got to sleep until it was time to get up and no one was on top of each other and no one turned the light on in anybody else's eyes. And they, when they needed a little alone time, there was a place to sort of go and not, you know, all have to sit on the same double bed. Plus they all had their own bathroom, right? It makes you feel like you were able to bring your own home on vacation. Yeah, exactly. So I thought that I never would have thought to tell people that, but they said it was, it actually made their trip more relaxing and feel more like a vacation. We call them, we call them villas, but they're actually Mm townhomes. They're two story buildings. Uh, they have a full kitchen, uh, everything you're ever going to need to, uh, spend some time there. There's all the pots and pans and utensils and dishes and everything you can imagine. There's a living room, dining room area. There is a uh, master bedroom suite with a jacuzzi tub. Mm -hmm. And then there are um, two bedrooms upstairs for the three-bedroom unit or three bedrooms upstairs for the four-bedroom unit. And with the four-bedroom unit, there's actually a second suite. So... Uh, what's really nice is that there's a uh, bathroom off of that bedroom upstairs. So there's a second master bedroom master upstairs bedroom in the four bedroom is what I meant to say, and that's really nice if you're bringing, say, the grandparents. Right. So the grandparents can have their own little area. The parents can have their own area, and then the kids can have their rooms upstairs. Or if there's two families, or I two families. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, you know, vacation homes are, are especially great when you have more uh, more than four people. Uh, in your party, because when you start getting into five people, a lot of hotels won't allow five people in a room, and you end up having to get two rooms, and all of a sudden, the price of your uh, the price of your resort stay is doubled. Um, you also have the washer dryer in there too, Wa- exactly. Washer, washer dryer, dryer. and exactly. a thirty seven inch TV in the living room. Mm-hmm. Ooh. TVs, wireless in the internet, wireless internet connection, which is all included. Um, the uh, property itself is actually located pretty much right across the street to a Sam's Club. And if you're not familiar with Sam's Club, it's one of these discount shopping clubs. Some areas there are BJ's, there's Costco, there's these type of things. What we're doing is uh, anyone who takes a stay of seven nights or more, we're including a, stay, a, a membership to, to Sam's Club. That's great. So what you can do is you can go there and you can buy your supplies and stock up and save some money. And, your soda and your water. Yep. And, and it's so close. I mean, it's... It's literally right. across the street. Literally across, yeah. the street. literally across the street. A little side street, too. Not a mean thoroughfare. Right. Uh, it's within. It's definitely within driving distance to all other uh, shopping. So if you want to go and stock up your kitchen and have stuff. Put yeah, in there's two there. separate supermarkets within a four-block radius. And the, and when we say fully equipped, I mean, these places are fully equipped down to, um, we've actually, for our units, we've included a full library of DVDs. Disney, kid-friendly DVDs. Um, I think up to now, I think we've got 50 or something is our last count. I was going to say 40, but... 40 or 50. So there's a DVD player in the unit. So you don't even have to go and rent DVDs if you didn't want to, and the kids can have something to do at night. Our units are... Uh, we, we did a lot of research, and we want our units to be close to the clubhouse, literally right across the parking lot, the parking structure to... The clubhouse and the pool, which I think is a fantastic. Oh, that's amazing! That's amazing. It's I a like beautiful it a pool. And you also have the view of the lake. Off mm-hmm. There's a lake there. back there. There's a ten-person jacuzzi back there. Mm-hmm. There's a workout room, a and game I, room for kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the clubhouse it, is really nice. The, well, the grounds, the grounds in general yeah. are, are are beautiful. And Tennis court, volleyball court. It's very intimate. There's a bocce court back court. there too. Yeah, there's a bocce ball court, and it's, it's a very intimate setting too, which is what I liked about it. And what's funny is that. 
it reminded me, I, uh, before I, I moved into the house I'm in now, I lived in a townhouse in downtown Orlando, a two-story townhouse. The, and I love that place. The minute I walked in to your one unit, your four-bedroom unit, I'm like, wow, this just reminded me so much of that. That layout and that style. Yeah. And it's a quality product. It really is. It really is. And also, and I want to just mention, too, that um, the units are handicapped accessible. There's ramp entrances to the first floor. The first floor has wide doorways, uh, handicapped accessible bathroom. So There are bars in the bathroom. This has been tested by someone in a wheelchair. Yep. This is fully handicapped accessible. As if you couldn't tell, we're very proud of it. Absolutely. It's, we're very excited and very proud because we think that it's beyond just... Um, a business venture, we really think that it's something that's going to benefit a lot of people coming to Orlando, coming to the area to vacation. And that's kind of what we like. And, and you know, I, I, John and I have known each other for many, many years. And I, I think from almost the beginning, when I first met you, you were talking about wanting to do something like this. This is something you've, you've always wanted to do. So I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled that not only are you realizing a dream, but you've got, you've got yourself a really, a, a really great product, I think. Thank you. And um, one so other you, thing I'd like to let you know is, besides being a gated community, we've we've stayed there. There's actually 24-hour security driving around. So while the property is a very safe property, there's the added layer of safety that there is a, a, a security guard right. on property at all times. And you can never be too safe, right? No matter where you are, you Agreed. can never be too safe. So I just uh, congratulations, guys! Thank you. Congratulations Thank you on on bringing it online. Everybody expect to hear. Uh, a lot more about about Dreamsville is over the next uh, the next month. I do know it's up on the site. It's up on the Diz. I do know it's also for sale through Dreams Unlimited Travel, but it's also got its own website, www.dreamsvillas.com. And we will include links to all this good stuff in the show notes this week. So, again, guys, congratulations! Great job with it, and look forward to seeing more. And first up, let's start with uh, the news and. Uh, the New York Times is reporting that Isaiah Washington, one of the stars of ABC's Grey's Anatomy, has found himself on the wrong side of Disney's anti-discrimination policy and could be tossed off the show. Uh, Washington is reported to have used an anti-gay slur to fellow cast member T.R. Knight uh, last October on the set of the show, and the, the ensuing gossip surrounding that event uh, led Knight to publicly acknowledge that he was gay, something that he had not done before. Now, uh, at first, Washington denied the allegations that he had used uh, the slur. Uh, but then at the Golden Globes, during a press conference after the, sh- uh, the show had won uh, Best Drama, he uh, gets to the microphone and says, I never used that word and repeats the word again, this time with half the free world's cameras trained on him. So now Disney, Disney is reportedly considering releasing Washington from his contract on the grounds that his comments violate Disney's anti-discrimination policy. And apparently all the uh, stars have those clauses in their contracts. And Disney apparently does. Well, we know for a fact that Disney takes it very seriously. But uh, Washington has issued an apology saying that he has, quote, issues I obviously need to examine within my own soul, end quote. Personally, I'm a little fed up with the I have issues to examine in my soul uh, uh, response to uh, using slurs like that. We had, uh, we've had Mel Gibson. Uh, we've had uh, Michael Richards. And now we have Isaiah Washington. Well, I was going to say, I'm surprised Jews, you didn't say Jews, blacks, he and gays. Jews, blacks, and gays. Everybody has soul issues. Um, I don't know. It didn't seem like... It just seemed to me like he was being spiteful at the, at the Golden Globes when he went to the microphone. He didn't sound... I don't know. And now, of course, he's apologizing for it. And frankly, I think Disney should toss him. 
um, if it had been. And you know what? He should have been tossed after the first time it happened in October. And it wasn't until he went into the Golden Globes and said it that it really, it really exploded on him. And now there's talk of, of, him, being, of him being fired. So it's, uh, it's a shame. It's a shame, but these guys have to learn that they're going to have to keep certain things off the microphone. Especially you know? at the Golden Globes. At the, you know, what are you, what are you thinking? Yeah. What are you thinking saying that he word? He wasn't. The Golden that's exactly no, right. Exactly. I think they were all drunk. There was a lot of alcohol Well, you know, that's the thing. Is the Golden Globes, when you watch, I'm telling you, that's oh, the, yeah. the only one of the award shows they do the banquet. It's a banquet style. Oh, yeah, they get a full dinner. And well, that's why they're always the most fun. Yeah. And that's, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Loosen them up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so... So uh, Isaiah Washington's in a bit of a bit of hot water there. He also met. I understand. I, I read this morning that he he met with uh, uh, members of the uh, Gay Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation, and uh, reportedly had a very good meeting with them and said he's going to be doing some public service work with them over the course of the next uh, year or so. So if Disney um, fires him, he'll have plenty. Well, of that's time. why I think that's the only reason he's there. It's yeah. the only reason he's, he's there. So. But uh, the second most popular story this week comes from Local 6 News here in Orlando, and we actually reported on this a few weeks ago. Kevin Close told you about the uh, new attraction slated to open at the Disney MGM Studios, and the attraction is going to be called Toy Story Mania and reportedly will have guests wearing 3D glasses and shooting lasers while riding in cars that move through scenes from a movie. And sounds a bit like a mix of Spider-Man and Spider-Man over at Universal at Islands of Adventure and... Uh, Buzz Lightyear. And Buzz Lightyear at the Magic Kingdom. And maybe a little bit of Men in Black. And yeah. a little bit of Men in Black, yeah. Men in Black, yeah. Yeah, so... But all of those rides are extremely popular, so one a, more won't hurt. Spider-Man. Awesome. Well, I also think that's a pretty creative way, you know, rather than just, you know, ripping off Spider-Man or ripping off Men in Black. Um, well, to it come sounds up with also something. like it's going to attract the boy market, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that I think that'll actually have a good... Uh, uh, a good appeal across across a lot of spectrums. Right, but I, hopefully there will be you know you're not shooting at princesses, or maybe that would be a good <laughs> idea. Also, <laughs> after last night's party, I wouldn't mind. Uh, <laughs> never mind. And the most popular news story on the Diz this week comes from Central Florida News 13. Disney has begun contract talks with the unions that represent the vast majority of cast members working in Orlando right now. Uh, now, the last time the two sides negotiated back in 2004, they narrowly averted a strike. Uh, issues of wages and health benefits will figure prominently again this year, uh, but also the outsourcing of jobs formerly held by union members is something a, p- a policy Disney has been accelerating this past year is likely to be a big sticking point for them as well. Now the current contract runs out on April 28th, and there is no uh, there's no rumor right now that a strike is inevitable. So I don't want people thinking that these guys. Are, we're really hoping that. I think they're just These posturing. Con- well, they're, well they, but, they're, but the posturing seems to be a bit uh, a bit strong yeah. right now, um, stronger than it has been in, in years past. John, you mentioned that you... There's a couple things going on. First of all, this is the earliest they've uh, started negotiations with the union. So something has triggered something where they said, let's start talking early because we don't want to be in the position they were in years past where it was yeah. working without a contract and will we go on strike, won't we go on strike... I don't know if this is nationally or not, but locally, there's a lot of um, sensational news blurbs going out that says, uh, Disney and talk with unions, how will this affect ticket prices? How will this affect uh, admission media? I don't know if this is a national thing we're seeing. It almost seems to me like it's um, Disney putting out propaganda to sort of scare people into saying, listen, don't ask for a raise. Don't press Disney to um, 
you know, give you more because that's going to affect the ticket prices and that's going to affect attendance and that's going to affect our local economy. And it just seems all all very, very sensationalized to me. Yeah. You know, Disney, uh, Disney crying poverty um, when they're when their numbers right now are probably better than they've ever been. Um, World is carrying the company in a lot of cases. That's the biggest biggest moneymaker for the company. So. I don't know how much poverty they can they can cry. I know that the uh, the like I said in, in 2004 they narrowly averted a strike, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why they're uh, negotiating early because the union showed it had a little bit of backbone last time. Previous negotiations over the years, these unions folded like cheap tents in these negotiations, and they never got anything. And then in 2004, they finally they they finally got some got some backbone, and they stood up to Disney a bit, and it looked like it was going to be a strike, and it was averted at the last minute, and. Uh, so I think that's another reason why they're probably they're realizing that they can't uh, they don't want to strike right now. The numbers are good. They don't they don't need anything bad to happen this year. Right. The news is reporting this like it's a shock. A company this size would have this sort of issue. I think they keep trying to um, sort of appeal to the fact that everybody thinks of the company that Walt started. Mm-hmm. The Walt Disney Company is now a very much different company than Walt started, and they're still appealing to that this is a family operation and Walt's still walking through the park, and wouldn't he be shocked? And it's not that. No, not at all. It's a billion-dollar organization, and it's acting like a billion-dollar organization, but we're still being told that the news is that look at what your little hometown company is doing, and I think that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Just because the people who work there might get 50 cents an hour raise, your prices are going to go up if you want to go to the park. Right. It's like this is a direct correlation. Correct. And to the folks who are actually buying the tickets, the people who are working and making these magical experiences need a raise. It's not cheap to live in Orlando. No, it's not. I just got my my tax assessment for this year. I damn near died. I think the big sticking point I've been is complaining gonna, about that all morning, by the way. So. <laughs> I think the big sticking point is the benefits and the health care is one of the key things for them. Well, if you're not going to pay people, you have to make it up in other ways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's always sort of been the, the, the mantra of the Disney cast member. Well, you know, my pay is not so great, but look at all the things I get. Right. And if you're going to start taking those things away, well, then. You know yep. what? You're going to go work for somebody else, right? Because these guys aren't miserable enough right now. Let's just you know take more away and make them more miserable. Yeah, um, yeah it's 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 an unfortunate. We'll see what happens. We'll see how well the union stands up to them. We'll see how uh, uh, how they I hope negotiate. they get a raise. They need a raise. They, well, they, I think they're definitely going to get a raise. The good. question is how much of one. Um, and, and what else will they have? And to what give else up? will they have to give up? Exactly. So we'll see what happens with that. But that's in the news this week. I also wanted to mention there was another news story that was getting a lot of attention. It's not a, a, a long story, but uh, apparently Roy Disney, uh, the nephew of Walt, has filed for divorce from his wife Patricia Yeah. Um, after yeah. 52, 52 years of marriage, citing irreconcilable differences. Wow. So year of a million dreams. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, nine, 999,999, apparently. But that's oh. something that's been ongoing for a, a while now. They, oh, they haven't it? been together and they just decided it's time to... Well, I got to tell you, you know, 52 years, at some point you might as well just say, let's just stick it out. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> just uh, stick it out. 52 years. Come on, Bob, yeah. you're coming up on that, Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. <laughs> yeah, but it, the thing with him is, you know, they also said, the attorney said that he's, it's going to be, uh, it's going to go through easy. Then it's not going to yeah, be any a, fighting or anything. They're just going to go their separate ways and yeah. take their stock options and... And, and go home. Yeah, when you have that much money, there's no point in fighting. Right. So it's, <laughs> you know? it's not going to be something that's going to drag through the courts. It's it's just 
You well, probably heard all. We're of sorry it, to that's it. Sorry to hear about it anyway, yeah. though. Sorry to hear about it anyway. But yeah. Yeah. all right. So moving off of that and into um, the debut of the new party at the Magic Kingdom, the Pirate and Princess Party. Yes. Um, the team was there for it uh, Monday night. Uh, I was not. I Without was otherwise me. engaged. So I'm dying to know, guys. What did you think of it? We have to preface everything with the fact that it rained. Okay. A, yeah, a it was. Lot. The weather here was we horrible. Had we had, like, luck. biblical rain. <laughs> <laughs> it never fails. Every time we go to these events the first day. Same, same thing with Mickey's Not night, So Scary. Yeah. And it we rains on us. <laughs> drenched. I had cameras covered with plastic and is it is it possible that we're causing the rain that we're bringing i'm pretty sure julie and corey are the reason i was blaming on bob (laughs) um so what is it what is the pirate and princess party it is a uh, hard ticketed event much like uh mickey's not so scary halloween party hard ticket meaning you have to buy a special separate admission to this admission ticket um much like the other parties that go on uh for halloween and christmas and what they've done is they've created a whole party around uh, princesses and pirates. So there's princess and pirate theming throughout the park. There is a special parade. There's a special fireworks. There are um, special character meet and greets with the characters you would think would be prevalent in a princess and pirate situation. I think um, it's much more similar to the um, Halloween party. Right. Very much. Very, very similar. There are treat stations, much like the trick-or-treat stations at Halloween. Now, this is where it started to go wrong. The treat stations, they were giving away those Mardi Gras beads. I love beads. Black pearls. <laughs> and, like... Gold doubloons, chocolate-covered doubloons. It was the saddest thing. And I think Diana got raisins at one point. Yep. So <laughs> did we. Yeah, we got, so, we got raisins, But too. the lines last night, yeah, even in the rain, thing. were unbelievably people, long. It was an hour yeah. wait to see uh, Captain Jack yep. in Adventureland. So people are waiting for a really long time for these treat things, which they're getting like one gold doubloon and one set of beads. So that, to me, was just it was silly. When you if first you know went it's to doubloon. What, what am I saying? Doubloon. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you sound like a soprano talking about the flowers. <laughs> it's the bloom. <laughs> Smell the blooms. The bloom. When That's you the first, Italian from New Jersey. You can't help it. <laughs> when you first get to the park, um, they've decorated the entrances underneath the train station. They have uh, red carpets set up, and they're giving out these uh, plastic felt bags yeah. with uh, an insignia that commemorates the situation. They look like the little bags that Robin Hood used for his gold. Probably about six inches by six inches. <laughs> I have to Let's tell say. you, though, did you notice those carpets? They've got the whole entranceway under the train station draped with um, red velvet curtains and gold yeah. raining nice. all over them. And the carpets, I noticed them last night on the way out. They're not new. Uh, they're not reused from another no, party. They're specifically yeah. made for this. I thought they did a nice job on the entrance. They really did. It yeah. was. An, you felt like you were going to an event. Now, what about entrance had what, the fog coming out of the tunnel. And yeah, nice, nice I like that too. And now, what was going on around the park? Um, in each specific area, like Adventureland, um, I know they have something called um, New Tortuga, okay. which was like the pirate-themed area. E- each little area had a name, a pirate or a princess name. You know the great big white uh, paper lanterns they yeah. use at, for Halloween mm-hmm. to designate where a trick-or-treat station is they've done something similar only they're like treasure maps around them and there's a great big x on them so x marks the spot um throughout the park there's a lot of characters a lot of character meet and greets um one of the things that they did was uh they had the lights you know they do the lights for christmas that shine onto the ground and you might see 
um, Santa's face. Yeah, or, or Snowflake. Or Snowflake. Or yeah. They have them specifically themed for this. So one, at one point, there's a whole pirate map being displayed on the ground. So the kids could walk the pirate map until they found the great big X. Yeah. There's the uh, Beauty and the Beast uh, rose, Belle's rose in the... And so it's very, very... It was all very well done from a standpoint of they thought of the details of what this party needed. Again, I don't know. It sort of fell apart, and I think it fell apart because of the weather. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because it really yeah. did not... I think they moved some of the stuff inside places. It, it, it kept a lot of people off the streets. A lot of people were pushed up against the buildings yeah. and things so like that. It didn't have that party atmosphere that a lot of the other events have. A lot of kids, though, dressed up. I mean, mm-hmm. we, even, we even had our uh, pirate bandanas on. We did. I have to this. tell you, there was more people <laughs> dressed up than I ever thought yeah. I would say. It was hard to figure out who were the actual people and who were the... kind of like Halloween. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There were some people was who some were really totally decked out in their princess outfits. So, I mean, it, it, you know, wigs, no. crowns. And there were lots of little girls that had been boutiqued. Really? Oh, yeah. And do you know I even saw one little girl? She was the cutest Captain Jack I've ever seen. She even Aww. had the little fake eyes, you know, on like he does in the new movie. That scene, yeah, that's it great. It was so cute. Oh, that's funny. I got to tell you, there were some highlights. The, the, for the most part, my personal opinion was um, I didn't have a good time. And I don't know if it was the rain. I don't know if it was just not my thing. Some of the highlights of this event were actually seeing the kids. The kids were spectacular. We also and, had someone in a wheelchair who was covered from head to toe in plastic and miserable. So, yeah. um, but I mean, you know, we're usually able to find the good of anything. But watching the kids uh, at the back of the park by Dumbo, by Ariel's Grotto, they had a dance party set up. Sebastian's Under the Sea Dance Party. Yeah, we have some pictures. On Flounder the was there. Flounder was. There. Could you spend the whole night there? I, I saw could him. Flounder uh-huh. was, so was just bouncing. Really, up and down. was that good? They, oh, it was, was that cute? They had characters dressed up as some of the fish from Under uh, the Sea. Under the Sea, and Flounder was there, and they had a DJ playing music. They did a limbo. And oh, the kids wow. are all dressed up. It was the best one of the best parts of the night. One I little girl was dressed as Ariel, and she had on the flaming red wig. She couldn't funny. have been more than three. And a lady standing next to us, and I was taking pictures of the characters for the website. And this lady said to me, which kid is yours? And I said, none of them are mine. And as I said it, all the way down the line, everybody said the same thing. I don't have any either. So, <laughs> it was like it, it was the it was also the brightest spot in a it park was, it was that was not only kind of gloomy and lit kind of for the event but it was raining and dark out anyway yeah. so this was like a bright spot that just sort of called people in it was fun it was i like the parade i think the most the it was parade was nice they had the two fun. pirate ships in there the parade now the ghost tinkerbell pirates. i like the ghost i was pirates. just going to oh, say tinkerbell was tinkerbell was alive no she was, was so tinkerbell good in the parade. she was so really? good tinkerbell really tinkerbell was hot she was sitting on top of the treasure chest as opposed chest. to the dead tinkerbell in the parade oh yeah no, as well, opposed to the quote unquote animated oh, okay she was like <laughs> a imagineer tinkerbell or, I, I don't know she had like a spunk to her anytime oh, tinkerbell totally is shown the, in a parade the personality oh really? yeah oh yeah Anytime she's shown in a parade, she's usually shown as a little light or some glitter. Or animatronic. Or, yeah. or, right. This was a live person. Yeah, this was a face character. We have some pictures. Uh, Corey got some great that. shots of yeah, her he, facial expressions. Great. Again, Hopefully we'll have them up by the time this podcast is on. <laughs> Again, p- probably because of the rain, the, the parade was very slow. It seemed like they were at half speed. Yeah. Right? So it took them a long time to sort of get through the thing. There was not that... They didn't do the stopping and the dancing that they usually do. So I think because the, the ground was wet, they were concerned about the safety. Well, we also safety. have to give them credit. They actually sent out hordes of people with squeegees to right. squeegee the yeah. whole parade route. Plus you had wow. the horses. I mean, you had the you people want, yeah. pulling the, uh, taking the horses yeah, down the 
you know, so they have to go a little slower. I mean, it was interesting. You know, for the first time, it's a new event. It's just like Mickey's Halloween thing. The first time probably had some bugs, and they said, well, we'll do this different next time. And, yeah, but it's know, not Disney's first parade. Oh, I understand that. Uh, you know, uh, as far as parades, I'm talking And it's the not overall, the first time it's rained. Yeah. The overall <laughs> event. But during Halloween, we had the same thing happen, and there was all kinds of confusion on that night, too. They had canceled all of the stage shows for the front of the castle last night. Yeah. 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 They got one off. They got oh, the last they? one. Yeah, I was oh. there till 1230, so they got the last one off. I was yeah, how fast long, asleep I was, by then. I was going to ask how long, uh, what, what, when did it start, when did it Starts end? Starts at 730, ends at 1230. It's different than the, the others where they started at 7 and got through it. Midnight. They also emptied the park out this time. They did it, yes. They did it different. They closed the different areas. They shut down rides and, and just stopped people getting on them. Now, which rides were uh, which rides were open last night? The big ones. The big, all the big yeah. ones. I got to tell you, Spot. if you have if you have a kid and you want to get on those Adventureland, uh, no, the Fantasy Fantasyland Land rides. Walk right on night. those lines. Yeah. Three minute ride last night for Peter Pan. Yeah, wow. And the longest line in the park was to see Captain Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's amazing. So the so the lines so the lines even though you know, was was the park otherwise crowded for this event did it seem like there were a lot of people there or I don't think so I don't think the event the event was definitely not sold out they were still selling tickets that it's evening. also January and we're kind of slow this right. month, and it was so. a Monday night yeah. in the rain. I also think the weather had a lot to do yeah, with it true. too so possibly on a night where they sell out it might be more crowded but it definitely was not as crowded as I've seen any event for sure so so that. Um, Definitely helped with the uh, the lines and the waits for rides. Um, we talk about the parade. I kind of thought the parade was a little lame. I didn't really. I thought they did a bad job on the parade. Well, looking at it from the perspective of kids, though, what, oh, what do really? you think? Oh, really? See, I thought the parade was my favorite part. Did you? Oh, really? <laughs> oh, no. I really didn't enjoy going around to the little treasure spots because, like you said, it wasn't, I mean... It just wasn't set up like it was at Halloween, which it's not Halloween, so right. I guess, you know. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. We didn't do any of those. Oh, really? We just didn't. It, it was like, who would wait? In, I couldn't wait in line an hour to get a piece of chocolate. Well, see, we did, on the ones that I saw were short. That's the only ones that I went on. Okay, so I enjoyed the parade. But one thing about it, maybe not that I didn't enjoy it. I just, I noticed because there were two smaller children sitting next to us enjoying the parade from their little stroller. The daughter she got really scared when the ghost pirates came out so i would say because the music gets a little bit darker and they're very scary looking for a small child that you know if your kids are afraid of those kind of things to watch out for that that's good good she was she was squirming and like looking away and her mom was trying to calm her down you know now the highlight of the night this is the point where i would tell everybody you have to go to this event everything else was sort of okay and mediocre the fireworks were the best fireworks I've ever seen at Disney. Bar none. Okay. Bar really? None. Bar none. It starts okay, off pretty that's, that's ordinary. A, it's a pretty. It's a pretty high bar. It's a high bar, and I realize what I'm saying. I know my. my does anybody disagree with me? No, I, I don't think. Through I those wouldn't say the yeah. best. I was really. Corey and I, Corey and no. I will, will disagree with it you. It started <laughs> off very ordinary, but I did like at the uh, towards the end when the they pirate did the whole, part right. was the best. Part. What happens that's is why. it sort of starts out as as you know the princesses and there's sort of the whole Disney music coming up, and then the theme of the of the fireworks takes on the effect that. The pirates are trying to capture Cinderella's castle, so the fireworks get to a point where it's. They very, actually say, "This is we've had enough of this," and and there are parts where there's fire flames, 
exploding on Cinderella's castle. No. It looks don't cool. Know, I don't know how they it's did like it. It's like they're bombing Cinderella's castle. Oh, my. Yeah. And there are, there's huge fireballs coming off the castle. Yeah, that was incredible. At that a certain incredible. point, it looked pebbled, too. Yep. Like the front of it? Like it was, there was like gunshot. It had been, shot. Right, it had, been, yeah. it had been damaged. And then the the sort of uh, pinnacle is the per, what saves a day is Tinkerbell shows up. Tinkerbell, for the first time in a very long time, flies off the castle. And she's lit up and she's illuminated and she's got blinking lights and she flies up. Tinkerbell wow. saves the day. Tinkerbell saves the day. That sounds great. I got to tell you. That sounds worth the price really of mission. Cool. We also, now I'm sure after I say this, it, you're never going to get a, an area there. We found what I consider to be the perfect place to watch the fireworks. We were at the Tomorrowland Terrace, which is now the noodle restaurant mm-hmm. yeah. on the lowest level, right out against the edge of the wall. The the view was just spectacular. Really? It, it, is it a was great still place. a little misty out. We didn't get wet, but there was nobody there. We actually pulled up a couple chairs. We sat down yeah. and watched it. I'm sure people will be there now. However, <laughs> the fireworks it usually fills up. All right, I'm curious. Quick. What fireworks are better? Guys. <laughs> oh, well, see, you know, the beginning of the show, like, I kind of felt like it reminded me kind of of Mickey's Not So Scary or like. I actually like the I'd Christmas fireworks. Really? Yeah. Okay. This is just, that. I think this is different. This has it's a different, different edge to it, especially towards But end. I didn't feel like I saw anything very different until that point when the pirates came. Because I looked at Julia and I said, this is very ordinary. I, I do like, I liked how they were doing the um, blue, pink, pink, blue, blue pink, pink, like, blue. yeah, the, that's from Sleeping Beauty. Right. Now, let me ask you this. <laughs> you guys are, you guys on Main Street? I was smacked. In the center of Did Main you Street. see all of the fireworks going up all around the Magic Kingdom? I did. He probably didn't because see, he was I, taking photos. I always watch these fireworks through the, uh, through the camera. Mm-hmm. So I, I do miss a we lot. We got to see the everywhere around the Magic Kingdom. Not just once, so like see, a yeah. half a dozen times. Around yeah, the, the periphery during the Princess yeah, Park. No, he couldn't see that. They, they sent up fireworks all around the park that yeah, were pink hearts. I didn't hearts. see that either. See, I miss all I that. I saw those. I, it's tough to see I'm that. concentrated on the, on the castle and the, and the fireworks. My favorite were the ones that opened up and looked like skulls in the sky. Yeah. Those were cool. Those were cool. The skull and crossbones? Yes. I mean, come on, that's cool. Now, <laughs> now what kind of price point, what kind of price for the tickets? Well, the um, you can get them in advance, uh, $36.95 for adults. That's without tax. Um, ages three and up is twenty nine ninety five. There's discounts for DVC members, for uh, annual pass holders, and yeah. things like that. All that's on the site. There's a couple of things. First of all, if you're going to take kids... They're going to love this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let them dress them up. The second thing I would tell you is eat before you go. Exactly. There's no place to buy food. Yeah. Why do they do that? There's nothing open. I mean, you could buy Casey's hot dogs, and I think that might have been... Oh, we got a pretzel back. Cosmic Rays. Cosmic Rays was open. Other than that, even the soda carts weren't open. Wow. Yeah, they closed down a lot of them. Again, I don't know if that's because of the rain, too. I don't know if they didn't have any... Yeah. Street food. Well, there's out. no well, reason Pinocchio's Village House can't be no, open. It's undercover. Yeah. We even said that. Why isn't that open? Um, going back to tickets, I understand though that uh, the official ticket center's got a. a yeah, Bruce price actually book. called this morning. He um, they're offering discount tickets, forty two dollars because at the gate you pay in forty two dollars um, comes to like forty five seventy four with tax, and they're offering it for forty two. That's with tax included. Okay, um, that's and, awesome. And for children, um, thirty four dollars. Okay. Again. So, Fireworks are worth the price of admission. I have a tip. Corey put the map out on the on the site. Take a look at it a lot and plan your your events before you go to the park and have a have a game plan. Don't go to the park during the day. Take the day, spend by the pool, take a nap. Hold on, Bob. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, you need you need to really come up with a plan to do this party. I mean, it starts at seven thirty, but you you can get into the event at four o'clock. But stay at the hotel, take a nice leisure day. Don't kill the kids in a park during the day and expect them to go seven thirty to midnight, yeah. twelve thirty in the morning, and see everything. And you really do have to look at that plan that we posted on the site to to get an idea of what time the show is because. Just to do the shows and see everything and collect the treasures, that's almost a whole night thing. Mm-hmm. And, really and get a good parade. You know, pick a parade. The second parade, probably see, get a better seat. I got to tell you, as long as you're not trying to see the parade on Main Street, again, last night wasn't that crowded, but I didn't have any trouble. As a matter of fact, uh, your wife and my us, we found seats out yeah. in front of... Um, the shooting gallery. Well, I was on Main Street both times, yeah. and there wasn't a person 10 feet on either side of me. So, I mean, the parade was pretty, you know, you could find a spot for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I highly recommend it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I Especially do if you have kids. Especially. And even if you don't have kids, just to go, if you enjoy kids, they were oh, so yeah. cute. The other thing last night was Stroller Central. Yeah. Yeah. I think people who didn't even have kids had strollers. <laughs> Well, it sounds like it was uh, it was a good party, and we're gonna we have some stuff up on the site already. We'll be putting uh, more stuff on the site uh, throughout the week. Um, we will have links to that in our show notes for this week. Uh, moving on, I want to talk a little bit about some of the special events and some of the discounts that are coming up uh, that are available right now. Um, Bob, what's going on over at uh, the Swan Dolphin? That Swan Dolphin just came up with a, a great deal for the summer. It's from uh, travel dates August fifth through. September 15th. You, you have to book by September 5th, uh, uh, February 15th. And it's a, it's a Diz special. And it's 125 a night at the Swan and Dolphin. There are some exceptions. That not all nights are available. And uh, it's due, you know, on availability. But that's an incredible it's a, rate. It's an incredible rate. Yeah. And it's been a while since we saw 125. You're at, you're at an Epcot area hotel. You're right there with the beach club, yacht club, boardwalk, right? And you have access to Epcot and MGM. It's a great rate. And you cannot beat the location. You cannot beat the amenities. I mean, can't beat the property. Can't say anything about Swan Dolphin. That's bad. No, I can't. Hundred twenty-five, especially after they redesign. Especially after they redesign those hotels. We have and to go over and check them out. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. So nice and elegant. So nice and elegant. So my my tip here is. Book it now. If you're not sure of your dates, book a little on either end to take in because they're going to go away. Yeah, they, these are going to go fast. So take advantage of it now. Cool. Sounds like a good deal. Yeah. Very good. Um, now, Corey, what's coming up in terms of uh, some of the special events that are going to be around? Well, we have uh, ESP in the weekend. That's going to be March 2nd through the 4th. Um, if those of you who don't know about it, it's... Uh, it's at Disney's MGM Studios. They feature like a lineup of ESPN uh, athletes and sports personalities. There, there are show tapings, motorcades, um, interactive venues, um, and all kind of activities if you're a sports fan. Some of the athletes that are going to be here this year, Jerry Rice, Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Brees. Woohoo! Yeah, New Orleans <laughs> Saints quarterback. Okay, you might as well be saying. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I have one. For the, I have one for the gay man, uh, Michelle Kwan. Oh, oh, Michelle Kwan. <laughs> hey. Do y'all recognize that one? Okay. Wow. 
So is she going to be skating? Oh, maybe. maybe. You never maybe. know. This is a sports jock answer to the soap weekends. Well, don't you know who Carl Malone is? I think I even I know who that is. You don't know Carl no. Malone? No. No. Oh. You have to understand. You have to understand. There are two, two households represented at this table that football just never, ever, ever appears oh, on. Carl Malone used to be a basketball player. Yeah, he's not player. a football player. Yeah, I tried teaching Peter some football. Oh, is that football? No. Oh, okay. He's actually considered one of the best players to never receive a championship ring. Gosh. Carmelo. Oh, yeah. Carmelo. But um, that's that's coming that's up. That's like never getting Michelle a golden medal. never got a gold medal. No, she didn't. She, can't, she always choked at the Olympics. Uh, let's see what else. I'm kind of going bass backwards here. We'll see if we can today. throw some of those uh, we gold doubloons from the party. party. Okay. We'll I didn't know we could say that. I'm going to say it a lot from now on. I know he said what he said. <laughs> what is going on but, on that side of the room? <laughs> One of my favorite events is coming up. It's at Universal Studios Mardi Gras. Ooh, oh, yeah. Corey is very, very excited I, about Mardi we, Gras. We it's love fun. it. It's fun. Ha- and this year, there's only one person that I do not want to see, and that is Sean Paul. Oh. Give me an alert. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who else is going to be wait, there? Wait, wait, wait. What does Sean Paul do? Corey? Give me an alert. That's what he's saying. Something <laughs> weird like that. <laughs> I love it when we get someone to sing on the show. <laughs> Never again. Well, Mardi Gras takes place at Universal from February 3rd through April 14th, and they are bringing two American Idol stars. Um, Taylor Hicks will be there oh, February 24th. I can do without him. Daughtry. What, what well, Chris Daughtry's going to be there. Chris Daughtry's going to be there. I know. Chris Daughtry, I'll go and say. April 7th, Chris Daughtry's going to be there. exciting. We, um, we have all the dates on the website. Do we ever uh, tell you our Mardi Gras story? Was it at Universal Studios? Yeah. Kevin and I got to ride one of the floats when you're in throughout oh, the Oh, yeah. Oh, I did, too. Oh, I want to do that. We'll work on that this year. You know, actually, we probably could ask. <laughs> yeah. Why not? They can't hit you. They can't. That's Bob's, <laughs> That's Bob's answer to anything. They can't hit you. They can't hit you. I have to tell you, if you ever want to know what it felt like to be a beetle, mm-hmm. get on a float and throw those beads. Oh, that was fun. And that... there are thousands of people screaming, like, you have something they really want. Wow. It's incredible. Yeah, I can't wait to go. They have, like, New Orleans food and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh. They even have so we local Zydeco We have to go, we have to, go to the first one. So we, we go completely dressed up and decked out in New Orleans. I yeah. love the local Zydeco yes, bands. Yes, the Zydeco bands are really great. They are. They come directly from New Orleans, and they just set what up shop they? over there. I don't know. It's a style of music. It's like, a, like they play, like, on a washboard. And, or yeah. an oh, oh, okay. Okay. It's, okay. okay. it's, it's, it's okay. kind of cagey. I used to call that hillbilly. No. No? What was the famous one? Beaujolais? We're bringing That's them up to speed here, folks. <laughs> yeah. You're bringing them up to speed, you know, Corey. Wait a minute now. Boy, I, wanna, oh I need to step back a minute. Tell me how you dress up. Oh, you, you dress up in your, in your green, your purples, your, your gold. Your gold. You doesn't matter. You and then you have all your of them dressed up in Mardi Gras? No. Oh, it's, oh they have to. We, we, we wear our original Mardi Gras. We have to go and take pictures. Yeah. Do you, can he take? has a jester hat, and um, I have a Mardi Gras wig that's purple, green, and gold. Oh, wow. really oh, you got to see. They look great. They, you have they to wear them great. to the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Do you, do you have an extra wig for me? I don't wear a wig. I wear a big, funky hat. Funky hat? Julie you have an extra hat? Yeah. I'll find you something. Okay, cool. 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 Sounds like I'll fun. Decorate a boot for you. That sounds like a lot of fun. Cool. <laughs> the Marty boot. The, the Marty, Marty boot. boot. Uh, you know, Disney also has a party gras, they call it. Uh, I've never been. It's I'll go this year. Is it really? It's the one at Pleasure Island? <laughs> yeah, from February. Oh, the the half-closed Pleasure Island? It's it's not. If you've been to the one at Universal, this one's kind of 
Sad. Sad. Yeah. Yeah, sad. I'll go this year. Check it out. Yeah. It says they have jugglers, stilt walkers, and live entertainment. Wow. Okay, I've never seen a juggler or a stilt walker in New Orleans, by the way. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, now you've been, you, know, you guys have been to Mardi Gras over at Universal before, and right. obviously you've been to Mardi Gras in New Orleans. How, how authentic is it? I mean, I mean the food, the, the the floats are authentic. I mean, they the, really yeah. try to hit it right on the head. They do a good job. They, do they a really great do. Job. It's, it's safe, clean. And I've been there. I, I enjoy. I've enjoyed it when I've been there, but I've never been to the real Mardi Gras, so I have nothing to compare well, it to. Real Mardi Gras is fun, but it can be really overwhelming and crowded, and, it can be and you dangerous. can get tired of it really fast. Yeah. And there's enough bathrooms at Universal. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> there will be no peeing behind a dumpster. But there are like n- the beers are very expensive. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> I'm so glad Julie said that. Yeah, really. Sounds so much more dainty coming it out does. of my mouth. I tried to take the high road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also I guess some of the extracurricular activities that uh, Mardi Gras New Orleans is famous for, you won't see at Universal right. either. <laughs> so you get a much more homogenized version of the event. So that's it's much better for children. Much better for children. That's good. Okay. That's and Bob. Good. I think you would like real Mardi Gras, Bob. I probably would. <laughs> well, I think that uh, that sounds like it's going to be fun. I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely, ha- I'm definitely going to check out Mardi Gras when Chris Daughtry's there. I love him. So do we. I think he's so, so good. Taylor Hicks I could live without. So now, um, also, I, I want to make sure we mention, because uh, we talked about this last week, about the 2008 cruises, and uh, they were released. Big week for us, big week for cruises. Uh, Disney has released their 2008 um, announcement of what the cruises are going to be. There's going to be two 15-night repositioning cruises through the Panama Canal, mm-hmm. beginning of the... Uh, summer, end of the summer. Starts May May 10th. May 10th. And then what they're going to do is uh, seven-night Mexican Riviera cruises out of Los Angeles. Very excited about that. Um, They're not available to book yet. We're going to book those on January 31st of this year. That's when Disney's going to open them up. And Dreams Unlimited Travel has been taking a lot of advanced requests for these, and we're going to get those quoted as soon as we can. The other big news is that um, at that same time, Disney is also going to open up the rest of 2008. We have a lot of clients who are anxious to travel in 2008 period, and they've been waiting for the rest of the 2008 dates will be available. There's going to be one other special sailing. There's going to be a five-night Bahamian cruise, which is basically two stops in Castaway Key Mm -hmm. and one stop in Nassau. That's sort of to bring the magic back on schedule. And then at the end of the year, they're bringing back the what they're calling the double-dip cruises, where the magic goes to Castaway Key twice during its seven-night itineraries. People love those. The Wonder is going to do that, too, for a month or a month and a half. Yeah. It's going yeah, to make two stops nice. at Castaway yep. Key. Yep. Well, I can't tell. I, I think, personally, I don't think you can spend enough time at Castaway Key. Well, if you've got that island, you might as well use might it. Might as well use yeah. it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So we were very excited to hear that. We're very excited for the 31st to come around so we can actually book these and, and uh, get people planning their vacations for 2008. That's great. Well, good. Good. Glad to see some West Coast cruises. It should work out nice. So that's going to do it for us this week, folks. I hope you enjoyed uh, enjoyed the show. We will be back next Tuesday with the next edition of the Diz Unplugged Roundtable. You have a great week. Thanks for listening.